Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, September 2nd. September, Mark. How do you feel about September? Before you know it, we're going to be uh, gathering around the table for Thanksgiving. Well, maybe not. Who knows? I'm feeling like I'm okay with the whole pandemic related, like, oh, maybe we can all go our separate ways for the holidays. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think you and I talked about this when we recently had dinner. I I already know I'm not going anywhere for Thanksgiving or Christmas for that matter. I mean, uh, you're 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 really militant about this. Well, I I wanted this is the first year that I want to take because Theo's at that age where he's really into animals and he appreciates them. So I want to take him to the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Nice. Very good. Well, uh, at least when the balloons are being blown up. I love the night before. Also, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We may do that instead. We'll see. All right. This is the program that attempts to answer your financial questions. So we had this guy who sent us an email and he's like, oh, I totally want to come on the show. And then he bailed on us. So even though he bailed on us, John from Chicago, I'm still going to answer his call because it's kind of interesting. Um, And we're going to get a couple of these kinds of emails, I think, more and more just about people who say, I got to be taking care of my parents. We used to get the emails the other way, like parents taking care of kids. Now, all of a sudden, it's like the kids are doing well, and now they're taking care of the parents. So we're going to get into that right after this. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. John's been on a journey and he says over the last few years, he's been trying to learn about personal finance. And what he wants to know is how he's going to take his uh, mom's future in account as he thinks about his own family. So here's the deal. He is a first-generation American, and he uh, sort of wears that proudly. I think that's part of the the experience of we really want to make sure we take care of our parents. So that's interesting. He and his wife just had their first baby, and they're thinking about having mom move in with them to help take care of the baby when the uh, his partner, his wife, goes back to work. And he's like, I don't know if I can take it on or not. But here's the deal. So he's in sales, wife's a doctor. They're both 34 years old. The son is one month old. They make 350 grand a year together, gross. Uh, Maxing out a 401k pre-tax, doing a Roth IRA, a backdoor, and they also have health savings accounts, which is very good. They've got a brokerage account and their goal is to invest 60 grand a year in that account. Now, interestingly, even though they make a bunch of money, they're renting. Okay. They said they might buy in the next two to five years. This is progress, huh, Mark? They originally had 260, 260 in student loans. Now there's about 40 grand. That's impressive. (laughs) That's really impressive. Okay. They have an emergency fund with 50 grand 
And then they've got money in their 401k, about 235 grand. They've got about 11,000 in the HSA, 26 in a Roth IRA, and as we said, 52 grand in the taxable. So they've got about 325,000. Okay. Now, gives me everything. This guy is like a serious spreadsheet man. His mom lives in Minnesota. So he's in Chicago. She lives in Minnesota. She's only 54 years old. She makes 40 or 50 grand a year. She owns a home. She has $70,000 in her retirement account. She doesn't have a lot in savings. She's got a 401k loan at $7,000. She has a car loan at $2,500. And uh, she's got a mortgage with $74,000 outstanding. The house is worth $140,000. Okay, so now... Here's the question. Uh, What do we do about mom? Well, I mean, look, I don't really think this is such a big financial decision. It's like a real decision about, do you want to live with your mother? (laughs) So let's say he likes her. And and also, you know, frankly, if his wife's going back to work and mom is happy about, you know, working and taking care of the baby, that's pretty intense. He did say she has had very difficult physical jobs most of her life essentially means, you know, not only are we foregoing the income that she makes, her 40 or 50 grand, but it also means that, you know, he's responsible for her and she could live 35 years. So Mark, how do you feel about the idea of mom moving in? If it's something he wants to do, I mean, (laughs) I would say think long and hard before you pull the trigger. Uh, Obviously, they'd have to sell her house and pay off the mortgage and pay off her existing loans. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they're comfortable with it, I don't see why not. And this is the way I would attack it. You sell her house. Uh, let's say that after closing costs and everything that, you know, you end up after the mortgage is done with 60 grand. Okay. Then you've got to pay off the 401k in the car. So now you have 50 grand. So what she would then come into the relationship with you is that she's got, would have $50,000 in savings. That's what she would have. Right. And then she would have her 401k, which is $70,000. What does that mean for you guys? It means you probably should be looking to buy a house sooner rather than later. And it would be a slightly bigger house. And, you know, she could certainly, at the very least, help you for a few years. You could forego that income. And she could even maybe pick up some part-time work. So the money you save in terms of daycare or babysitters, I think it would be pretty huge. Do I think that that's probably a great deal for both sides. Yes. Is Mark absolutely right in that this is a very complicated situation that you are setting up for yourself? Yes. He also puts out there that he wants to be financially independent by the time he's 50. Maybe. We'll see. I wouldn't worry about that right now. You've got bigger transitions. I don't know. Like you say that uh, that he's got a target financial independence number of three point three million. I don't know if you're going to have more kids. We don't know if your mom's going to need help. I wouldn't worry about that right now. What I would worry about is how you're going to be on the path at age thirty four to take care of your kid, to take care of yourselves, and to take care of your mom because it seems like all those things are really important to you. If your mom's going to move in, though, I will say this: I think that you instead of having money going into that brokerage account, you got to beef up your cash so that you can buy a house sooner rather than later. That's my two cents. So mom moves in. Let's say mom lives till she's 94 years old. She's going to be with them for the next 40 years. Like what's, what's, what's the long-term plan? She's just going to be there. 
I guess she's going to be there with them. And maybe they need to buy a home that has like an in-law apartment, as they like to call it. Yeah, maybe that's what they got it set up. My friends did this with their mother and they had like a nice separate entrance for mom. She lived an independent life. She was able to go come and go as she pleased. So maybe that's something that they think about. Could Mm -hmm. it could work? His wife must really, really like her mother-in-law. Yes. However, (laughs) they're in an apartment. That to me is the worst aspect of it. Like you get a house right now, like you have to do something different right now. I do like the idea of intergenerational living. Mark, you have benefited from this. Yeah, they're, they're, they're close by, but there's still a little bit of distance there. Is there some protocol that you have created about who gets, like, do they just stop by or do they always text first? What do they do? Uh, in the beginning, they did just stop by and we kind of nipped that in the butt. So now we're, we're, we're on a pretty good system now where we message back and forth. Can I come pick up Theo at 3.30? Yeah, okay, come on. That's a good time. All right. I, I, I would do the same thing. I'm very into people just giving you the heads up, whether it's your best friend, your sister, your mother, your daughter. Just, you know, it's always, I think, a little bit easier for everyone if you give them a shot at saying, no, now's not a good time. That's always good, too. Don't get me wrong. There's a, there's a lot of, <laughs> there are a lot of benefits to doing this, a lot of pros, but there's also some cons you just got to think about. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Oh, look at this. What? John. No. There he is. John, what happened? You didn't want to talk to us? You got the date wrong? And now I, just- I screwed up. I put October 12th instead of August 12th. You did that? I did that. Mark? Can't believe it. Oh, my God. You know why? This is the problem when we record too much in the future. John, I have a yes. question for you. This is our main thing. We think you can do this. We totally think you can do this and like support mom and everything's good. First of all, is your wife a freaking saint? She is uh, in- incredible. She uh, is uh, one of the best things that's ever happened in my life. So, uh, yes. <laughs> I would say the best thing because mm-hmm. I love my mother-in-law. I will, Mark, I don't even know if I told you this, but it's been almost 10 years. Oh, just over 10 years since my father-in-law died. And right after that, I did offer to have my mother-in-law move in, but I had many, many lists of requirements if that was going to happen. Part of that had to do with enough space. So one of the things Mark and I were just talking about is that if you're going to do this, we think you're going to have to buy a house sooner rather than later. Because how big is your apartment right now? When we first got the apartment, uh, it was planning for my son to be born. And honestly, it was going to be way too much space for what I wanted. But now that we have this set up, I think it's going to be perfect. So it's a a three bedroom. Oh. Really large home. We're on the second floor and the owners live on, on the first floor. Um, and then there's a third floor of shared space that, you know, they've been very generous. You know, if we ever have guests over that we can use so the space. Wait a second. But if mom were to live with you, here's my question. Could you rent? How much is your rent right now? 3300 Would they um, allow you to just full on rent that third floor and put mom up there? Uh, potentially, yes. Um, I, I think the setup that we have here on the with the three bedrooms, we can make it work. Mm-hmm. Our office space uh, is kind of in the communal space, um, but they could, they would potentially. Um, they may even do it for 
uh, close to, to nothing. Right now, they can't rent it because it doesn't have its own entrance and it's uh, unused space at this time. Because mm. I would be very interested in allowing your mother some degree of freedom and independence. And I think that having her own entrance would be really good for her. Really good for her. Are you going to have another kid or do you think this is it? Baby is two months old, so I think it's too still too early to tell. I don't think I'll be able to talk my, my wife into uh, a, a baby right away. Um, but um, I think it's in the in the future. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, I think you can do this. Why did you come up with this number of $3.3 million for financial independence? And why are you thinking about financial independence and you're only 34? What's going on with you? Well, uh, for me, it's a it's a matter of of options, um, more so for my family, for my wife, um, because I, I want to make sure that we get to a point where she is able to make decisions based on what you know she wants. Like I said, she's one of the best things happened in my life. Why but, do you keep saying one of? I want you to just <laughs> say the best. Well, we I just had a baby, so Khalil. You know, they're doesn't they're matter. Mindful. The spouse always has to come first. <laughs> that's the deal. All right, that's the deal. Um, but yeah, so I got to that numbers. Uh, through 3% rule, $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. I got that age 50 for her to have the option to be able to retire from clinical medicine, go into writing. So to give her really the, the flexibility and the options and uh, us to be able to make those decisions, not based on you know our lifestyle, but based on you know just whatever she decides she wants to explore. Do I think you'll be able to have financial independence eventually? Of course. I don't know if it's happening at age 50, and I don't really care because I think that there are bigger matters at hand. You know, what we had talked about was mom sells her house, pays off all the debt, has, let's say, an extra 50 grand after all is said and done, and keep it in savings. And, you know, at that point, she's making zero income. So you're just paying for her. It's another mouth to feed. So now you don't have a family of three, you have a family of four. And it doesn't mean that it costs that much more to finance a life. And I don't think it will derail you from putting money into your retirement accounts. It will not derail you from your HSA or your savings and all that. That will not change for you guys. So you'll keep doing that. It's just, you know, expenses will be up a little bit. One thing that seems to be important in all of this is that let's presume two or three years from now, the kid is now going to preschool, let's say. What's mom going to do with herself? Yeah. So at that point, you know, I, we've kind of come to the determination that we're taking over the responsibility from here on out for her. Mm. Um, she's worked a really long time in really physical uh, jobs. So we don't want her to go back to that. So no, I we, get that. But would she do something else? I mean, I'm not talking about so much for income. I'm talking more for her peace of mind. Like mm-hmm. she's young. She may have worked hard, but if she's, you know, not even 60 yet mm-hmm. and she isn't doing anything, that could be not a great situation for, for her. I think a lot of it's going to be more time with family, particularly her sisters. They live in Colorado and uh, some of them still live in, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so with her time, I think, uh, you know, I would support her to be able to spend time um out there, uh, live there for, you know, however long, for the summers, you know, wherever it is that if she wants to get away from us, um, <laughs> I'd be okay with, you know, her having those few months. Uh, oh, brother. Mark, was that your house on fire or was that John's house on fire going that was on? Mine. That was okay. John's. All right. So basically he's going to move sooner than we thought. You know, look, she doesn't have that much money. That's the other thing. So you can finance it and you can hopefully avoid dipping into any of her money anytime soon. I think it would also be nice for her to do something. I I just think it's an awfully young age to you. 
you think like, oh, I'm going to go travel. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, I think she will want to be engaged in some way. So I would encourage her to like, hey, you know, maybe you can do something part time or maybe whatever. It's going to be important for her to have her own social life also. You know, what is it going to be like? You're going to you can't do everything for her. I think you're going to be fine. I think you are going to be fine. I was, I'm also wondering if you guys may have to think about buying a house sooner rather than later, but let's see how the the situation goes for now. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you don't need the extra room and you really don't need to buy a house and the, or, or maybe this situation that you have is one where you say to your, um, to the landlord, like, Hey, if you ever want to sell this, this is the kind of place we'd love to own. And maybe that's something to consider. No, absolutely. I think that's something that's crossed our mind. The thing that we're, I think most thinking about is, you know, her being so young, uh, is health insurance. Um, you know, how to go. Yeah, about. I guess that's on you, buddy, buddy. Yep. So figuring out, you know, how to, if it's just through the exchange, uh, you know, I, I hadn't been in the situation before. Well, wait a second. If she is making no income, which she will not be, she will mm-hmm. qualify for federal assistance and she'll be get it through the Affordable Care Act and you're done. Um, and alternatively, if not, you know, if she has no income, she can also qualify for Medicaid. Theoretically, she really could. Yeah, so, I think with Medicaid, once you are a uh, dependent, you know, whoever's supporting you's income. Yeah, but are in. you going to claim her as a dependent? I don't know. I guess that'd be a question. I, I need to meet with, uh, with a CPA just because of so many life changes. I yeah. think it, it's uh, time for me to sit down with uh, somebody and have them take a look at my numbers. You let us know how it goes. I am very, I, I really must say that you are a special young man for doing this. And we are hopeful that it all works out. Don't forget to uh, just kiss that wife of yours a million times because she sounds fantastic. Of course, two million. Oh, two million. Perfect. I'm on board. Okay. Thanks for checking in. Okay. It may not be as dramatic as having your mother move in with a young couple with a baby, but if you have a financial question, you've got to give us a holler. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Our website is jillonmoney.com. While you're there, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. If a question arises, hit the contact button. You can also follow us wherever you get your podcast, Apple or wherever. And don't forget, we've got a whole separate other show called Jill on Money. So check it out. We have a mantra here. It is curiosity, compassion, community. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.